beautiful humans. I hope you all are doing well. Welcome back to Mindful Living, the podcast. And those of you that are watching me on Patreon, if I am looking a little weird, it's because I am in this attempt to fix my posture and do a couple of things to be mindful of how I'm moving my body. I've had a lot of um, neck pain, upper back pain. I've had arm pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, hip pain, all those different types of things. I'm actually going to use those today to my experience with those types of things to talk about my topic for today, which I'll get in later. But yeah, if you can see me on the camera, I'm kind of like trying to work on my posture. And right now it feels awkward because it doesn't feel natural. So I'm trying to like, you know, just be more mindful of it and it'll become natural later, later on because I'm so used to being so incredibly hunched over. But anyways, that's a little sidebar. I hope you all are doing well. Welcome back to the podcast. Bo is currently making his way over here. I know you can hear his little his little toes walking on the ground when he's walking to me. But yeah, I uh, genuinely hope you're doing well. Thank you for showing up today. I'm excited to uh, talk about this episode with you all and spend some time with you. I encourage you, if you have not already gotten your favorite beverage, snack, whatever, this might be a little bit of a lengthy one. Um, I currently have my cucumber water here and it's it's a real good time. So of course, like usual, I wanna hit a couple of updates and then I'll go into the topic and then we'll do a little wrap up. But for now, we're gonna hit the updates. So those of you that listened to last week's podcast, I did my first ever episode with a guest and it was so much fun. If you don't, if you haven't seen it, it's just the episode right before this, episode 27. Um, it was a super deep conversation with a creative friend of mine and I had a blast making it. And I genuinely want to prioritize having more guest episodes because talking about my it's like it's fun I can get it done you know normal stuff whatever and I just love spending time with you all as it is and it's just it's easier to plan when you're you know when you're going by yourself but at the same time I love being able to bounce things off of people and have a conversation like the podcasts that I love listening to aren't usually just solo people like I normally listen to podcasts where there's two or more people usually just two people um, and they're just talking about a topic vibing off of each other bouncing ideas back and forth and just having a conversation I feel like they're so fun and I really really enjoyed it so I'm definitely going to be doing more guest episodes and all those different types of things and I wanted to update you on the program if you're not familiar I am developing a program it's going to be really discovering I'm pretty sure it's going to be about six weeks like I said I'm going to keep you all updated but I'm still not totally sure I haven't written and everything out yet and I still have to plan it so I, I have the bones of it I guess or the the th overall theme but I'm gonna be it's gonna be working on balance wholeness and mindfulness really reconciling every version and aspect of yourself emotionally mentally physically and spiritually as well as connecting and building relationships with other human beings giving you all the bones and the information and the basics of communication um, especially when conflict is present and then also finding like I said the balance and wholeness and mindfulness really reconciling every aspect and version of yourself um, and every facet so emotional mentally physically and spiritually and this last update is actually what led me into today's topic so it, it's a fun little update and I'm actually really just happy about it it's kind of has to do with my posture like I was talking about earlier but I've been having lots of hip issues for a while um, I'm very careful with what I speak and how I speak about these types of things because I just think what you speak over yourself will grow and that's what will you know come to be so I'm very careful with speaking my hip issues but long story short um, those of you that are really close to me know that I have struggled with this but um, it's not something that I ever really talk about. I don't really talk about um, these kinds of issues because, like I said, I'm really careful with what I say, how I speak over myself, and what others can speak over me. So I'm really careful about it, but I finally went to a chiropractor. This was this morning, literally this morning. So 
Today is Friday, February 24th, and I'm just now filming the following week's episode. I usually film a, a week early anyways, but so literally this morning I went to a chiropractor that was able to finally identify the exact issue, like the exact part of my hip. It was absolutely insane. Like I was in so much pain, not gonna lie. Like it was actually really difficult to get through um, as he was pressing on the exact area and having me move my legs up and down to the point where I genuinely almost thought that I couldn't even, there was one point where I couldn't move my leg because just even touching the part of my hip caused me to be in so much pain that I could not even physically move my leg. But overall, he was literally able to finally identify the exact issue and help me work on treating it. He gave me a treatment plan so I can work on finally fixing the issue and healing it. Thank God it's no surgery. Thank God it's nothing like that. It's genuinely something that I can take into my own hands. It's a simple fix and really just like focusing on being mindful of my body's movement throughout the day, like genuinely while I'm sitting, uh, whatever I might be doing, just little things throughout the day that can help me be be more mindful of putting my body in the right movements and putting it in the right place and being mindful of just literally how I live my life and just like working through therapy it can feel like a lot all at once but once you start working on it it'll kind of become your knee-jerk reaction and you rewire your brain so now I'm trying to rewire my entire body and it's it's kind of the same thing so it made a lot of sense because I understand how the brain works and so understanding how the body works it really connected and it shows that we're all connected which I wanted to do another episode on that I thought that was really cool a cool topic but yeah so I basically have a little treatment plan and a little health thing I'm going to check in in a couple of weeks and just kind of see how my progress is going but overall I was finally able to find the issue and fix it not everything and this is kind of going into my, my topic of this week but not everything is healed through a miracle so sometimes healing means walking it out identifying the cause and the root and taking steps to nurture it and it can be a process. And so this hip issue stuff, I genuinely don't remember a time where I didn't have hip issues and I'm realizing it, it has been a process, a process that I actually forgot was even a process and I kind of gave up on and I just kind of made accommodations and, you know, worked around my hip. But now that I'm actually able to find what's wrong with it and I'm able to treat it, I'm realizing that this is a process. This is a process that I have to accept and I have to be, it's an opportunity that's being given to me to be more mindful of my body. And I'm so thankful that my body is able to communicate with me in this way and help me understand what it needs. So instead of focusing on what will relieve the pain temporarily like medicine or whatever it might be, I'm working on fixing the root issue. And I'm so glad that we actually found the root issue. I thought I was going there to get myself adjusted and I walked out feeling like I was on top of the world and I can take control back over my body. So really, really cool things. But Anyways, the topic I want to discuss today is really just there. Sometimes it's not a miracle. Sometimes it's not some miraculous thing that happens. Sometimes it's actually a process. And how can we find value in the process? So this whole hip issue thing today has really made me realize that I want to discuss the process of healing when it's not miraculous or some sort of divine intervention way like it just seems like it's kind of just not miraculous if that makes sense and a lot of people that are spiritual especially in the christian world i found is that they have expectations to see miraculous healings like even myself i've had these like well why can it happen to them but it doesn't happen to me instead of having expectations and really valuing the process of things and walking things out we place higher expectations and higher value on things that are miraculous and as cool as they are sometimes it can distract us from actually a process that god wants us to walk through so you know we focus on on limbs growing, cancer disappearing, all of these things that are beautiful and 
and evidence and proof that God's of God's healing hands. But what if you're not miraculously healed? Does that mean that God doesn't have healing hands for you as well? And I think for a while, I heard so many testimonies and these stories of people's, you know, limbs growing, deaf ears opening, blind seeing, someone in need of a car and someone giving them their car or in need of a money and people getting handed a check of the exact amount to the dime of what they needed. But we don't often hear about stories that involve human activation. The miraculous stories are usually highlighted, like I said, a lot more than the stories of people having to walk out healing or God providing in the midst of a valley instead of on top of the mountain. These stories have encouraged me and I've even had the opportunity to experience once for myself. Like these miraculous things, like I think they're great. I believe in them. I've experienced them myself where God showed up in these miraculous ways. But I noticed the things God does that stick with me the most are when I have to walk with him side by side, step by step, the process. That's when I've noticed God's heart. That's when I've built the best relationship with him. And those have been the most valuable for me. And I want to go deeper into that. So what I mean by this is when I've learned to hear and appreciate the voice and comfort of God, it's when I'm walking with him through something and I hear and appreciate it so much more than when I'm just blessed with a miracle on the spot. Those things are amazing and it's proof and evidence of God. But I'm trying to say and emphasize the value of being able to walk with him through something. It sticks. It's had the power and it's stuck with me so much more than just the miracle happening in a moment. Because really, if we think about it, everything is temporary. That miracle and that moment is temporary in this world and on this specific timeline. But what's not temporary is the relationship I'm building with God and with my deeper spiritual self when I walk with him through something. So I'm going to go into a little bit of like my mental health and my journey there and my physical health and my journey there and kind of how I've seen God's hand in those processes. So my mental health has been a struggle to maintain since I can remember. I I just seem to always lean more towards like the negative, the sad side of life. And it takes me a lot more patience, effort, and work to maintain the healthier mentality. So remember when I'm talking about mental health, I'm not talking about mental illness. I'm speaking about it like physical health. And remember that physical health doesn't necessarily mean physical illness, but the lack of physical health can lead to physical illness. And it's the same thing with mental health. Um, So that's just a small sidebar to make sure we're on the same page when I'm talking about mental health. I'm talking about my wellness, my my mentally well journey, not talking about um, the mental illness I struggle with. So in general, you know, it takes me a lot more effort to see the good in life. It takes me a lot more hard work to be able to not be sad and to, you know, have higher energy and those types of things. I just always tend to lean a little bit more on the spectrum of like sadness and, you know, kind of fatigue, those types of different things um, with my mental health. And I had to walk through fire with therapy. I want to share about my experience with therapy at some point to highlight why you should never give up because of one bad experience, but long story short and, uh, well, to keep a long story short and for a lack of better explanation, I was manipulated mentally by my first therapist and my, my personal origin story was twisted. I was also, I was doing EMDR with this therapist. I do EMDR now, but I was doing EMDR with this therapist. And instead of ridding my triggers and working through my trauma, my trauma was used as a weapon to further trigger my present. And I was basically thrown into a constant fight or flight and nowhere was safe. Everyone I trusted was somehow not safe. And I was in kind of like, I don't know if you've seen in Hunger Games how PETA gets like 
brainwashed to kill and see Katniss as the enemy. That's really the best way I can explain it. I'm, it wasn't that I, I didn't want to kill anyone and I wasn't, you know, like, like brainwashed to see like a specific, like, I have to kill this person. Like it wasn't like to an extreme where I was going to like be in jail or anything, but I definitely felt extremely twisted up and everyone that I could trust was now an enemy and was out to get me, whatever that meant. Like they were manipulating me, all these different types of things. It was the weirdest experience. And to this day, I can't explain it in the physical why that was happening, but I can say it was a very spiritually odd place to be. Like, it's just evidence that there are good and bad spirits working in forces that we cannot see, to basically explain it that way. But I do want to share my story at some point. I want to share the testimony of God healing me through therapy and um, just my journey with therapy. I think it is, you know, so many people write off therapy because of their previous experiences or, you know, different things like that. And I completely understand it. And I've had the, the worst experiences that made me feel like I've never felt in my life. I genuinely didn't know how I was going to survive it. And now I've experienced such freedom through understanding how my mind works and understanding, you know, feeling your body and letting your your trauma be something that's felt instead of trying to comprehend what happened to you and just letting your body heal from it because it is stored in your body. So if it wasn't for all of that, I would have never been able to open up myself to getting real help. I was at the absolute end of myself, so to say. Um, that in itself, that experience with therapy was extremely traumatic. I would I would say it could be more traumatic than any trauma I've ever been through because it basically rewrote my trauma and it caused me to not really know which way is up and down. It made me cause me, it caused me to not really understand what, it just confused me even more on so many different things. It almost was the trauma of my trauma. <laughs> Just, I don't even know how to explain it, but I really didn't know what way was up and what way was down. And that was not an act of God, but he did show up in the midst and walk me through the healing journey with my current therapist. And the fact that I even went straight to another therapist to get everything sorted out and kind of get my mind back and, you know, get my bearings on before I ended up in a, you know, an institution there. <laughs> that was a miracle in itself because I wasn't able to even function in the same space as a therapist. I actually needed someone to come with me to my therapy appointments in the beginning. And uh, when I first met my therapist, I had someone in the room with me while I was talking with her about my experience with my previous therapist. And it was a whole whirlwind of things. And also I think, you know, meeting with this therapist, instead of putting my faith in a therapist, I watched God show up in every single session because I felt like I couldn't even get to these sessions to be with a therapist. I, I didn't even wanna to go to therapy. I just wanted to be better. And I wasn't experiencing some miraculous healing, like my depression was gone or my brain was back intact. It was just like the circle of, I don't even know what's real and what's not real. I didn't even feel like I was in my body. It was almost like, I don't know if you've ever had, like for me, part of my story is that I used to do drugs and I've just had, there was one time I had this really, really bad experience. I had a really bad trip and I just felt like I saw too much. I knew too much. I just felt like, I couldn't come back to reality after seeing what I saw. And that's kind of how my brain was consistently feeling. It was in, it was existing in the space of, I feel like I've seen too much. I feel like I understand way more things. I feel like my reality is completely messed up and I don't even know how to come back to reality 
without feeling like I've seen too much. And understanding and comprehending reality in front of me was a really difficult thing to accomplish um, when all of this happened. But I saw God show up in these therapy appointments and I saw him walk me through these sessions as if he was, and he was rewriting and reconciling my past and my present. And now my future is better because of it. And my hip story is very similar. I've had hip issues for a very long time. In fact, like I said earlier, I don't really remember a time when it started. I don't even remember when it started. Um, it just feels normal to live with because of how long I've had. I don't even remember like the origin of when I first started feeling hip issues, but it was definitely at a young age. Um, I, I tried different sports, stretching, resting, yoga, all these different types of things throughout all the years and even going to chiropractors. And literally this morning, I went to a new chiropractor for the first time and he was able to identify and give me solutions to fixing my hip issues. Like I was saying earlier, that was just a cool update, but now I wanna go in depth and it kind of has substance and made me realize so many different other things. But I've had my hips prayed over countless times over and over, you know, nothing worked. And God has called me to walk with him through this journey of, healing my hip and I have to put in work. I've been modifying different movements for as long as I can remember to make accommodations for my hip and I'm currently still walking through this healing journey but it's not that God isn't healing me and I think that's one of my biggest points is it's that he's making a way for my healing that's best for me that keeps me close to him, that protects my spiritual relationship with him, that helps me see and learn and know him better through the journey. And I'm not sure what your beliefs are. And if you don't believe in God, I'm genuinely so incredibly thankful that you are here and open to hearing my personal story, despite, you know, our differences in beliefs and all those different types of things. But genuinely, I'm thankful you're here and you're open to hearing my personal story, because at the end of the day, this is my personal story. And I'm hoping that the principles I give at the end will help you in your personal story and your personal journey. But I do believe that God is a creator and he knows what's best for each of us individually. And faith means to trust in what you cannot see and what you cannot understand. And though I've seen and heard of miraculous healings, I know that this kind of healing gives me an opportunity to see and understand the creator so much more than if it just like showed up as a miracle and it was just like, bam, in the moment, done, you're healed. I'm able to understand and walk with the creator so much closer when you have to walk through a healing journey, a little bit different than just a miracle. And my question is, are you spending time upset that you're not receiving what you want in life rather than trusting that God knows and has things better for you? And are you so wrapped up in wishing for something that you're missing the point entirely I spent so much time wishing for things and questioning why God does the things he does. But instead of trying to figure it out for myself and take matters into my own hands, I let my questions lead me to God. You know, I, I ask him why. And he takes my hand and he walks with me. My questions open up my heart to understanding him more and to go deeper than closing it off. And I'm not sure where you're at with your relationship with your spiritual self and, you know, the creator and all those different types of things. I'd argue that every single person is at is a completely different spot. And that's what makes it personal and that's what makes it individualistic. And I'm not sure what form of healing you're looking for, if any at all. But I am hoping that this encourages you to not fixate on the miracle, but the miracle worker. To not fixate on the status of being healed, but to focus on the process and the work you can grow through. 
So I have a couple of points here on how we can walk out this healing, regardless of what kind of healing we'll receive, whether it's a process, whether it's a miracle. These principles, I think, will help us no matter where we're at, no matter where our faith is at. I think they're just principles at life that can help us all navigate this better. So I have three points here that I think will help us navigate it. And the first one is ask the questions. No, no, that's a little weird. So most people say, you know, read your Bible, pray, get on your knees. Some will even say crystals and meditation and all those different types of things. But I personally think the freedom to ask questions will give you the freedom to not seeing your healing inside of a box. Questions mean you're curious. It means you don't have it all figured out. It means it opens the door for you to grow and go deeper. Questions and curiosity are actually the root system of all relationships. How deep your roots go correlates directly to how deep your relationships become. And this goes with any relationships, how I believe God designed relationships. It could be friendships. It could be your partner. It could be your relationship with God or your spiritual being and yourself. Um, But the deeper the roots, the taller the tree. I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but really... The, the depth that you allow yourself to go, which I think goes with asking questions, wanting to look deeper, being curious of what's underneath is what helps the roots grow deeper and deeper. So instead of your root system, I mean, instead of your questions, letting your root system shrink and possibly just try and stay on the surface of things you can see, you have to go deeper into the unseen world and what's beneath the soil. Um, and those things will help you Like I said, you know, the deeper the roots, the taller the tree. Number two is take time to smell the roses. So while you're in the valley, while you're learning, while you're healing, take in the moment. Don't wish the process away. The process is what gives the outcome any form of meaning and substance. If we miss the process, we miss the fullness of healing. We may be healed, yes, but we'll miss the true value of our healing. And number three keep walking. This is where the balance comes in. So don't get stuck in your questions, like number one, and don't get too fixated on the process that you forget to walk out your healing, like smelling the roses, number two. Plenty of times, you know, in my personal experience, therapy has felt reassuring and made me feel validated, especially in my trauma work. I've been so validated. You know, it makes me feel good when I hear that it's not my fault and, you know, all those different types of things. That stuff feels really good. But if I were to get fixated on feeling validated, I will remain a victim forever. And that means I'll be stuck in what happened to me and that's not healing. I'll get fixated on, you know, the the exact trauma and I feel so validated. I did nothing wrong. You know, I did the best I could or it's not your fault, all those things. But where do I find the balance of, yes, I did nothing wrong. Yes, I have to accept that that happened to me and it's not my fault. So what can I do now to move forward? How can I take back control over my life instead of remaining a victim, letting that trauma control me? How do I take back control over my life and move forward productively? And the same thing with my hip. You know, I made accommodations and I overcompensated my body movements to work around my hip because I was accepting that I would just live this way. I I forgot what it was like to feel a normal hip. And because I was so used to it, but if I didn't keep walking, I wouldn't have found the chiropractor that would identify it and give me the tools to fix the problem in the first place. The roses can sometimes smell too good and distract you from the journey you're still on. You know, smell them. Take time to smell them. Ask your questions. Don't get fixated. Ask your questions. Let them move you forward. 
and move deeper. Smell the roses. Heck, honestly, even pick them up and take them with you as a memory of where you've been, a memory of the journey. But remember to keep walking. So those are the three points that I feel like can help us navigate these things and navigate our our journey and these processes through healing if we're not experiencing a miraculous healing. These are the ways we can experience the fullness of healing when it's a journey and when it's a process. And we can find so much more value in them than when it just poof, a miracle. Beautiful thing. God does amazing things. That's only the hand of God for sure. But I also believe that there is such value and we should emphasize the healing journeys and the process that sometimes we have to walk through. And they can be difficult. But if we ask the questions, we go deeper. We take time to smell the roses. And heck, we even pick those roses up with us and we walk with them. But as long as we keep moving forward through that journey, there's so much value at the end. There's so much value in this life. And we're never going to stop this journey. But every single time we walk through a value, think of it as we're just traveling through this life. And there's a journey and then there's a right turn. And when there's a right turn, that's just a different season. That's a different journey you're meant to go on. It's a different location. But either way, we're growing and we're going deeper and we're moving forward. So I hope this helps you apply this, you know, these principles to whatever healing journey or whatever journey you're on in general. And like I said, if you don't have the same belief systems as me, I know there's so many different walks of life that are a part of this family and not everyone, you know, believes in God or even believes in miracles or any of these things. But this is my personal story and these are things that I've experienced. And I'm so thankful that you're patient and that you're curious enough to understand and just hear my story. So thank you for being here no matter where you come from whatever walk of life you're in right now but um at the end of the day we're all human right we're all human we're all in this together we're all trying to navigate it and I'm just hoping that the things that I'm learning can be of substance to you I truly feel like whatever we have is meant to be shared and I feel like if I know these things or I've experienced these things you know they might help someone so why not share them so truly sharing is caring and I hope that you feel that I'm caring because I'm sharing (laughs) anywho I'm gonna wrap it up I always get stuck at the very end and I never really know what to say so my endings are usually quick and abrupt or I just continue to blab on like I'm probably doing now but either way if you look in the description of the show or this episode this is not a show um but the episode you will find the links to get further connected to this family there's a patreon a youtube tiktok instagram all the socials all the fun things join the family at any capacity you feel like you want to show up and just do the things and if you did not take anything from this episode i hope that you take this and that is that your life matters there's a place for you to impact this world in your own individualistic way. Show up as yourself. Don't minimize yourself. Don't maximize yourself. Be yourself. Show up and impact this world. Take up space. Do not be afraid to take up space. You matter, like I already said. You're such a beautiful human. That's all I have for you all today. Thank you for showing up. I appreciate it. You're, uh, you're really cool for that. And I'll see you in the next one.